Welcome back to The Handsome Hour, episode 52, season 2. Thank you all for tuning in, watching on YouTube, listening on iTunes and uh, Spotify, watching the Instagrams. You made that season 2 launch beautiful. Beautiful people made the first episode of season 1 beautiful, and I thank you for that. And we have another jam-packed show, top 5. You can see the categories over there. We're going to get into it real quick. I just want to remind everyone, turn on post notifications. The episodes should um, come out every Tuesday and Thursday. The show's audio is also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can watch each segment on IGTV at Silva Pancakes. Let's get into top five right now. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Everybody's Drizzy, Drizzy, Drizzy Drake. Weeks ago, there was rumors that uh, Drake and Kim Kardashian had sexual relations in the past. And that's what Drake's famous song, Kiki, Do You Love Me? Leave in the comments below if you want to see me dance to Kiki, Do You Love Me? Because I will do it. I'm a great dancer. But there was rumors. But now, people are, people are more kind of questioning Drake. You know, people kind of jumped off. Oh, did him and Kim K actually have sex to... Is Drake a rapist? A sexual predator? If you go to this article posted on PerezHilton.com, it says that uh, back when Haley Baldwin, Justin Bieber's boo thing, look at Sal talking all this slang and stuff, Haley Baldwin's boo thing, um, Drake and her hooked up when she was 18. And at the time, she said that Drake and her, uh, Drake would call her for years now, four years, four years uh, back since she was 18, so she was 14, that Drake would call her and stuff. And, and that kind of rose some eyebrows. And this was years ago, back when Haley was 18. But now, but now, and I'm not making this up. All the girls that listen to Drake, they might actually wish that Drake would text them when they were 14. Drake is texting Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown relationship advice. Relationship advice. And and leave and leave in the comments if you think that 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 is disgusting. Millie Bobby Brown is 14. Drake's obviously 30 something by now Millie Bobby Brown has said that Drake has texted her all the time saying he misses her and relationship advice but frankly I think that's just sweet I think that's Drake being an uncle figure you know in Sal's opinion I feel that Drake is not grooming Millie Bobby Brown uh, to have sexual relations that just makes my head want to explode because that is absolutely disgusting gross hashtag gross hashtag do not want hashtag not on this program hashtag not on this earth but drake is in fact grooming millie bobby brown pause to be a good woman to be a good woman and to be maybe give advice on how to grow up in this industry there's a famous Drake lyric. And I, I went on Rap Genius 
and I found this. It goes, I'm your uncle that makes you my niece. Now I'm going to make your bedrock girl. I'm going to make your bedrock girl. I'm going to make your bedrock girl. Obviously, that song came back out in 2009, Bedrock. I'll repeat it again. I'm your uncle that makes you my niece. Now I'm going to make your bedrock girl. I'm going to make your bedrock girl. People will think that that's, oh, that's just Drake kind of being a creepy uncle. Maybe they're getting in the groove of stuff, but I don't think so. I think that is metaphorically Drake speaking, saying, I'm going to be your rock. I'm going to be your rock, your bedrock. And if we all go back to science class, bedrock, all the way down in Earth's crust, is the hardest material on Earth, a bedrock. You know, Flintstones, they're from bedrock. This is this is this is not Drake saying I'm gonna make your bedrock with bumping and grinding. This is Drake saying I'm gonna be your support system. I'm gonna be your rock. I'm always gonna be there with you. He says I'm your uncle that makes you my niece. I'm always gonna be there. I'm always gonna be there with you. And that's what he's doing to, to Millie Bobby Brown. I remember on my 18th birthday, my uncle got me a Playboy on my 18th birthday. And me being 18, um, 18 is, I'm an adult. I finally turned out to be an adult, 18. When I got that Playboy and I opened it up later on in that night, that was the first time I saw a pair of breasts because I was I was legal, you know. It's my first time seeing a naked woman. Years prior, my uncle would stand over my shoulder as I read a book and said, boy, don't you wish your uncle gave you a Playboy? You would really like that, he says. And I said, "It's kind of it's kind of weird, Uncle John. Why are you, why are you saying that?" But he was grooming me to be when I was finally eighteen. I could become a man. There's nothing. There's there. There's nothing creepy about a uncle really trying to make their niece or nephew a better person or or maybe drake is trying to get on stranger things you know folks i did hear that um a millie bobby brown and drake are collabing on a song it's called stranger tings Do you guys hear that? I said, folks, I heard Millie, Bobby Brown, and Drake are collabing on a song. What's that song, Sal? It's called Stranger Tings. <sighs> Train topic number two. Top five, top five, top five. Oh, boy. I am I am 100% sick and tired of LeBron James. LeBron James has been a staple in my life for 15 years ever since I was in the my second go at second grade. Okay. I'm on I'm on I'm on the record of showing of telling you guys how much LeBron James really 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 means to sell Grillo, right? Before I dive into that, I want to tell you guys a story about James Wilkins real quick. James was a young man who always wanted to be a Hollywood exec. He always wanted to be a big wig in Hollywood. He always wanted to make it big in Hollywood, right? He went to film school, graduated, moved to Hollywood, had stars in his eyes. He was ready to go. He was ambitious. He was young. He was motivated. 
He got his job as a production assistant. He kept grinding for more. That's just a start, James said. That's just a start. I want more. I want more. Years go by. Years. I mean years. And these are Hollywood years. Years go by. He's got no traction. Left with no money and no hope, James Wilkins kills himself. James was a young guy who always wanted to. Uh, to he always want. He always wanted to be in the Hollywood industry growing up. It's hard to break in. You can go. You can go to film school. You can move to Hollywood. You can even know people, and you still can't get into it. He still can't get into it. LeBron James is the best basketball player. That doesn't mean he can make good TV shows. That doesn't mean he's a good actor. You know. There's an infatuation with LeBron James. An infatuation. I get it. The best basketball player of all time. Does he know how to make a good TV show? Are we trusting LeBron James? I mean, I watched The Shop, and it's his new HBO series, which came out like a month ago. It premiered a month ago, but it's only had one one episode, right? People seem to ignore the fact that LeBron James can't act. He was he was not a good actor in Trainwreck. Okay, that doesn't mean he, he's a great motivational speaker. He's great. He's a great activist. I'll give him that. The Shop that premiered on HBO was some of the most elitist garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. The first episode features LeBron James himself, a billion-dollar man. He signed a billion-dollar contract, a lifetime contract with Nike. He's worth over a billion dollars. Maverick Carter, LeBron uh, James's right-hand man uh, growing up. Maverick Carter runs all of his businesses. Snoop Dogg. Odell Beckham Jr., Alvin Kamara, Draymond Green, Candace Parker, and John Stewart. That's an average, an average worth, average net worth of ninety-five point six million dollars. Million, million dollars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Odell Beckham was on the program. And he said a line, and I'll splice it in here. He said a line about how, you know, it's, it's, he feels, he feels, he feels like a zoo animal now that he has all this money and all this fame. I'm sorry, Odell Beckham, but I don't have any sympathy for you. I have, I have zero sympathy for Odell Beckham Jr. Going on the shop and talking about how we should feel sorry for him because he can't go out in public. His whole his whole life has changed now that he has all this fame and money. I feel zero ounce, zero ounce of sympathy for him. I would gladly be a zoo animal. Oink. For $95 million, Odell Beckham Jr. There's, there's, there's something about... All these rich, all these rich people <laughs> sitting around talking about their problems and what the world needs to do to, to get better. They're talking about like all the problems that are wrong in the world. The world needs to do this. We can't be doing this. Well, guys, 
you guys, you have the platform. The people on the shop have the platform to make a change and not just sit around and talk about it on the shop, sit around it in a fake barber shop talking about it. You guys have the platform to throw money at a cause, the platform to to do a real change with your power and your wealth and your pull and not just talk about it. The people that are watching the shop, the people like me, sure, sure, we can try to do better and we can lead by example in the real world, but to be honest, if I if I want if I wanted to make a change, if I wanted to make a real a real change in this world, I wanted to go out and I wanted to clean up the oceans. What the hell am I going to do about it? What am what am I going to do about it? I can I can be a better person each and every day. I can try not to litter. I can try to spread the cause. But one person is not going to do that. It doesn't sit well with me. Watching these these billionaires, these millionaires, just sit around in a circle and just, and just talk. Odell Beckham wants us to feel bad for himself. He wants us to feel like... I'm the victim. I have all this money and fame. And you guys, you the public, are treating me poor. Are treating me poor. I feel like a zoo animal from the way that you guys are treating me. I play it. I play I play in the NFL every Sunday. And screw you guys for wanting my autograph, wanting a picture, wanting to see me. I get it. Players and famous people need their privacy. <laughs> people come up to me all the time. Hey, so I have a picture. Gladly. I'm a man of the people. But Odell Beckham Jr., I I don't I don't feel bad for you. I don't. LeBron James, you're a great activist. I love the guy. <laughs> he wasn't good in train wreck, let's be honest. Smallfoot. Okay, it's cute. I'll see Smallfoot. I'll see Smallfoot oh, with my girlfriend. Top five, top five, top five. This is called the lightning round. I'm gonna go through five topics and I'll give you my quick opinion of it. Let's roll. There's an article, a man found $10,000 on the ground in a duffel bag. He returned it to the police. The question is, would you keep $10,000 if you found it on the ground? Um, I think I would keep $10,000 on the ground. I think I personally would keep it. Or maybe not. I left my wallet. I lost my wallet. I lost my credit card. I went to fill up my gas, couldn't find my credit card. I was panicking. I was lost. And meanwhile, there's probably $250 on that credit card. That's nothing. I backtracked it. I left it at Outback Steakhouse. And I was I was panicked. I was panicked in that moment. Where the hell did I put my, my credit card? I can't imagine if someone had $10,000 that they lost. But $10,000 in a duffel bag? Who are you, Walter White? There's... One, one innocent, logic, logical reason why someone had ten thousand dollars in a duffel bag in cash. Maybe they were gonna go buy a used car. They wanted to pay cash. Other than that, it was drugs. It was ransom money. It was sex trafficking profits. It was something. It was something dirty. I would keep it. Me keeping that money. I'm keeping that money off the streets. Who wins in a fist fight, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? They got into a fist fight a couple weeks ago. I think Cardi B is going to stomp on Nicki Minaj's ass. If they were to go weaves off, shoes off, jewelry off, 
in the streets. Mono we mono, Cardi B whoops Nicki Minaj's ass. Nicki Minaj has been famous, has made it for 15 years. Cardi B's just coming up. Cardi B is closer to her stripper roots than Nicki Minaj has ever been. Nicki Minaj is 15 years removed from her stripper roots, okay? She's bougie now. Cardi B, she's still got those stripper roots. She's still got that hood in her, okay? She would stomp Nicki Minaj's ass. Stomp her. Um, am I excited for Space Jam 2? No, Space Jam 2 is going to be a load of garbage. Uh, Space Jam 1, never seen it, have no interest in seeing it. Space Jam 1, probably not a good movie. It was nostalgia people for uh, Generation Xers, and I don't think it was a good movie. I'll probably, I doubt I will see Space Jam 2. It's, not, it's on my cup of tea. Woman in Russia is buried... Uh, buried with a large tombstone of an iPhone as her tombstone, a large picture of an iPhone. I respect that move. I respect that move. That's a boss move. That's a boss move. You died. You get a, you get a tombstone that's an iPhone of yourself. <laughs> I'm jealous of that. Let me tell you, I'm jealous of that, baby. Let's go to trending topic number four. Top five, top five, top five. That was Samantha B on her show Full Frontal, I think that's called. And I don't want to be too political, but the only time I hear the words go out and vote are from late night talk show hosts and college campuses when people are harassing you while they're tabling. And they always they always seem like they got a fucking axe to pick. An axe to grind, excuse. They always seem to have an axe to grind. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. Have you registered to vote? Have you registered to vote? One, politics, I'm just, I'm so freaking sick of hearing about Trump. I'm so sick of hearing about politics. It is everywhere. There has never been a moment in my life where politics is so, so full in front. So full in front. George W. Bush, Obama have been, and Trump have been the three uh, three main presidents. And it is like such an echo chamber on Twitter and late night talk show hosts. Like, I used to watch late night talk show hosts probably uh, back before this whole election. Why, why, why is everything centered around politics? I'm sorry. People my age, people my age, and I think I can speak for the majority, we don't really have long, uh, heated, or even serious talk about politics. Like, we see, oh, did you hear uh, what Trump did? Laugh about it. That was pretty crazy. Kind of funny he's president, right? Uh, uh, That's funny. And that goes on. I don't give, like, 
I have no interest in the Senate or the House of Representatives. What am I, fucking 66 years old, man? Samantha B, Samantha B, this this is not even uh, the main elections. You want me to go and vote for my senator, dude? The senator? Come on, man. It is just like, and she did this song and dance with a fucking small foot. It was, it's a cringe fest. It is a cringe fest, Samantha B. I'm, I'm 24 years old. How many times can I be told that Trump's a bad person? What Trump's, uh, Trump's morally wrong. Uh, Trump did this. Trump did that. Trump's an asshole. He's a prick. He mis- he's a misogynist. He's sexist. How many times can I be told that? How many times can the general public be told that? We get it. We get it. We get it. Keep, scre- keep screaming into my face, please. Trending topic number five. Top five, top five, top five. I posted I posted on Instagram. You can follow me at Silva Pancakes on Instagram. I said, guys, I'm leaving the last uh, segment open. Leave um, a comment, and I'll try to answer. Peter says, what do you think of Kyrie's new hair, and when does he turn it into cornrows? I personally like Kyrie's mini afro. I think it fits him well. Uh, Kyrie's kind of a a different guy. I think the look looks good on him. I don't think he ever turns it into cornrows. I think he'll just keep it kind of that shaggy, bushy, small afro for a while, and then he'll cut it. I don't I don't see Kyrie as a cornrow guy. Corbin says, uh, still a fan favor. Corbin, you're not on the show. So, no. Um, Evan says, Jimmy Butler to Miami. Another basketball question. Uh, doesn't matter. Warriors in four? Four, maybe? Yeah, I mean, who beats the Warriors? <laughs> Come on. All right, guys, that's uh, top five training topics. I do want to get into one more thing that's kind of been bugging me. If you like the show, subscribe, turn on post notifications, rate a five-star review, follow Hensmar on Instagram, and several pancakes on Instagram and Twitter. I've been I've been getting a lot of comments on my XXN Tentacy on um, video where I said he deserves to uh, die. And I want to address that real quick. I think XX Sentencion deserved to die. He deserved to get shot and killed. I'll say it right now. Uh, to all the uh, little peons in my inst- in my uh, YouTube comments, they leave uh, comments every day defending XX Sentencion. Your words, your hate, your anger fuel me. Fuel me. I'm Sable Pancakes, the roach. The roach. That fuels me. Every time you inbred losers comment on my video, one, the page views goes up, baby. Two, it makes me smile. Knowing one day, one day you'll look back you look back on those comments and be like, hmm, I really I really defended a a um an abuser and I will literally smash your smash your little peon brain like a fucking pea in my giant hands. Okay, Hannah Yavaro says commented on that uh, YouTube uh, video. She says, "Disgusting. This world sucks. I hate thinking that I live live in it with nasty people like this." Hannah Yavaro's thirteen years old. It looks like Hannah Yavaro. What the hell have you gone through in your life? 
Take me back to when I was 13 freaking years old. You have no stress, Hannah Navarro, 13 years old in middle school. Disgusting. The only thing disgusting about it is a guy, XX Sententacy on a guy who had everything. A, a major artist beat his pregnant girlfriend with his child. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How would how would you like it if you had a baby and your baby daddy beat you and your and your child up? Strawberries Hernandez says, "Wow, you have no heart." And those allegations that were not fully true, and everyone deserves second chances. You don't deserve a second chance. Bill Cosby doesn't deserve a second chance. Bill Cosby should should be prison raped. Should be prison raped in prison. That's what he deserves. That's what he uh, did to over 60 women. You think I'm going to give Bill Cosby a second chance? The dude's been raping for 70 fucking years. Strawberries Hernandez. Everyone deserves second chances. He didn't he didn't he didn't steal a, a fucking Skittles from a convenience store and got caught and got arrested for petty theft. That deserves second chances. Domestic violence? No. No. This is why YouTube and Instagram and every social media is so it's so demented. Because little kids have control and can come in their dumb out of bound statements. I'm so glad that when I was Strawberries Hernandez, hmm, let's take a guess how old Strawberries Hernandez is. I'm going to guess eight, eight Strawberries Hernandez. I'm so glad that when I was eight years old, I didn't have YouTube to comment on, Instagram to comment on. Go back to fucking musically, man. Like I would comment way dumb shit than that. These little kids are why half these YouTube douchers are famous. And these people on Instagram. <sighs> Thank you for watching. That's uh, Hans Mar. Subscribe, post notifications. I'm your host, Several Pancakes. The show is also available on I, um, IGTV, Instagram TV, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, guys. I'll see you guys next Tuesday, guys. God bless.